Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Happy, happy 2023. And we are kicking off our new year here talking about relationships. We're moving into a time where we are all going to realize that we have to be responsible for ourselves. We are creators. We create every minute of our lives. And a big part of what we create in our lives are the relationships, whether it's a relationship that feels good or it's a relationship that doesn't feel good. What we are doing is we are learning. We are seeing the contrast, right? What feels good, what doesn't. There has been a lot of conditioning around relationships for us. We have been shown what a healthy relationship looks like in our world, what uh, unhealthy relationship looks like in our world. We are, I will call this programming, we have experienced what it looks like, what it sounds like through music, you know, what it looks like again through movies, various ways. And we are all so conditioned to living a certain way that my feeling is we've left organic life in many, many ways. And one way that I've experienced this a lot in my life is through relationships. And so today, the goal and the intention of this podcast is to help you see the conditioning within yourself a little bit more. Now, look, I'll be honest with you. (laughs) The role that I play for people, you know, it, it has good sides and I mean, they're all good sides, but to be honest with you, sometimes when we have an awareness and that's what we need in order to make any change, it's my job to help people wake up out of the slumber and the unconscious sleep, sleepwalking, you know, walking through life mindlessly in a lot of ways. I am definitely one of the teachers who are helping us wake up out of the dream, if you will to actually see what I'm, what we are all creating for ourselves, what we're co-creating with uh, each other, and all to help you, if it doesn't feel good what you've created, to, to offer you tools and support as you actually look at options and pivot in another direction. We are here learning how to be, uh, I like to call it unconditional, uh, unconditional through the mind and through the heart. And so we've, we've lived many years through the mind, and that's a lot of how we've approached our relationships. And we're moving into a very powerful love-based time now. This is a time I've been talking about for quite, I don't know, since 2016, 17, when this podcast first got recorded, because this was the reason I did the podcast. I knew that we were moving into more of a loved-based way of living, is how I describe it, and leaving the fear-based way of living behind. And there's been a lot of fear programming around relationships, right? I mean, just think of it like this, you know, what are you looked at like if you're single and you're not in a relationship? People start to wonder, well, what's wrong with you? You've never been married. You've never this, you've never that. So we have a lot of judgment that we might not be aware of around relationships and people and what men look like if they're single and what women look like if they're single. But what we're talking about today 
is I'm going to take us through like three levels of relationship. The early stage in a relationship, what it's been like now if we've been in a relationship for a while, and then a long-term marriage. And what I want to talk about as I do like a little bit of a comparison is what is your goal? What was your goal going into your relationship? What was your goal while you were beginning that relationship and in it for a little while? And then the goal in the middle and then the goal in long-term relationship. Doesn't have to be marriage, by the way. It just has to be relationship. And you know what? You can apply this to any relationship. It doesn't have to be romantic, but that's what we're talking about today. All right, let's get into it. For example, when we're early in a relationship, and I'm going to use, probably going to use me a lot. <laughs> Definitely a good example for all of us. Early in a relationship, we're trying to discern, right? What we like, what we don't like. Can we see ourselves with this person for a long period of time? I think many of us choose partners based on the roles that we've played in our childhood and in our life. A lot of it is, is around trauma. And if we haven't done the good work, right, if we haven't done the heart work is what I like to call it, then we are going to continue to magnetize the person to us that helps us play out and actually heal, resolve that role, right? Because we're here to be uh, a more empowered person versus the limited role that we played early in our lives. But we don't often know that. So here we are, we're early in our relationship and we're getting familiar with what we like, we don't. Let's say we're with somebody that we could really see ourselves with. Let's say we can see ourselves with this person and then sometimes the goal for the individuals leave more of an open-minded space. Like for example, uh, maybe it was what do I like, what I don't like, right? And then once we've been with somebody for a while and we, and we can somewhat see that we can be with this person or we're, I mean, head over heels in love and, and yeah, this is absolutely the person. Sometimes what can begin to take form and shape is the goal of the relationship switches from I'm not seeing a commitment out of the other person the way that I'd like to. For example, for a woman, are they going to offer me a ring? Are they going to offer me the commitment? And then so I find that people can focus more on the materialistic side of commitment versus what is their heart showing me? What is this showing me? And you know what? You have to be conscious, healed, and aware to even be able to have this conversation. So the reason why I'm doing this is to help open up your mind around looking back at your own beginning of your relationship, or maybe you're in that now. Where is your goal? Where has your goal and your intention been? Often because of our programming, let me remind you, this isn't, this isn't a you thing, right? This is all of us. We've been told you get together, you find a person, you need a person in your life in order to be complete and whole. Next step is get them into a commitment, give them a ring, get the ring, right? Very goal and achievement based, but that's not the heart. That's more from the logical mind and the programmed mind that we have all experienced. So I want to bring our attention to that. You know, I had a conversation recently with someone who let's say is in a relationship, maybe he's been in a relationship for a few years, 
hasn't really gone anywhere permanent. Her focus is really around, I want to see more commitment from him. Not a ring, but I want to see that he cares and he's showing up and he's this and he's that. And then my question to her was, well, how do you really feel about him? What do you really see? Do you see yourself wanting to be in a room with this person every day for 24 hours? Like, can you imagine? And then the expression on her face completely gave it all away to me. I mean, that's how we have to look at things. If we want to go deep and experience this deep level of intimacy and love, learning unconditional love for ourselves, yes, and then for others. So we have to start asking ourselves the question, could you be in a room with this person you're in a relationship with? Without TV, without alcohol, without. It's time to really start to look closely. And if you answered no, that would not work for me, right? Without your sports lineup, without all of these things that really have been projected upon us as a program for us to grab a hold of, and it sure has worked really well, but I'm one of those busters, so here we go. It's like, these are the questions to ask yourself. So that's that, and and if, right, if if this isn't the person who, you know, now maybe you're like, oh, wow, you know, I didn't really look at it that way. You might want to reconsider and start getting curious about what are the things about that person that you're not so comfortable with, and can you have that conversation with that person? Because it's really on you. No one is you know, making you do anything anymore, especially if you're listening to this podcast. You're starting to wake up and there's a reason why you're in my energy and there's a reason why you're listening to the message, okay? So I'm probably talking to you. And look, I have had to go through this. I, I, oh man, one day I'll tell you all about the relationships in my life, but this is one thing that I can share with you now. It is important to to just imagine if the world was, let's say we only had the two of you in a room, and that was all that was left on humanity, would you really be happy? So think about it like that. Uh, Okay, let's get into the next phase. Let's say we've been in a relationship for a while. We really love being together. And let's say we are getting married, right? We have committed. And now let's say that we're going to follow the steps of what society has deemed that's the thing to do. Maybe it's get a dog. Typically what happens after the dog is the baby comes. Um, although a lot of people are sticking with dogs for a little while here, or, or they're just jumping to the baby, whatever it is. We still have these steps, right? This process that we've been told is the, is the way when you're a, you know, a citizen of our world, if you will, this is kind of like how you do it. But we're untangling this. That's what we're doing. So think about being in the relationship for a while And again, I want to bring your attention to, because what happens is in relationship, people often, when they haven't done their own work, they're looking for partners who haven't done their own work either. And what ends up happening is they might get really into doing things, collecting things or achieving the things again. If we have, you know, maybe the first task as a, as a couple is coming together and trying to figure out the dog. And then, of course, coming together and being parents and having babies and things like this. But again, 
these can be distractions away from, is this person a good person for life? Are they going to take care of me when I am not well? Are they going to be able to hold space for me when our world falls apart perhaps, right? And a lot of us are really feeling like we're getting a lot of change in our lives and we go through struggle and we go through difficult times. It's not your partner's job to come in and save you, but how do they respond to struggle and conflict? This is very telling. And look, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh my gosh, this woman's right. Well, it doesn't mean you have to get out of your relationship. But it does mean that if you want the kind of relationship where you feel like you've got a 50-50 partner, might be time to have those conversations. No matter what stage you're in in a relationship, if you can't have those hard conversations and you have tried and you have really tried, not just, oh, you know, I attempted and whatever. Because remember, most people don't get what you're saying. You have to be very direct about your communication. We like to pretend like the other person gets it, but they oftentimes, to be perfectly honest, they don't. So it makes it harder on us, but we are here to step into our power. We are here to learn how to navigate the con, uh, you know, the uncomfortable conversation, to here to address, you know, things that don't feel so good, like that conversation. You're here to do that. Look, if you're in a relationship where you and your partner keep doing things, and this is 90% of relationships, they keep doing things to avoid their own work. So if you're in a relationship like that and you might beginning to, you might have this awakening, right? You might start to become more aware and conscious that it is like that, but you do want to change and you're feeling like you need to change for yourself. Your partner might be the perfect one for you to do this with. So it is about holding space for the other person, having the conversation, holding space for you, but also getting clear and asking some questions. Come up with questions. You know, here's a question that I used in one of my very, very, very long-term relationships. I asked this question and this question told me everything that I needed to know. And it also reflected to me why my relationship with this person had been so hard for so, so long. And I asked this, this question. I said, okay, so let's pretend like we have 24 hours to live. Where are you and who are you with? And the answer to that question just blew me away. Now, I'm a people person. So I would want to be, I would want my family surrounded, you know, being with me in my last 24 hours. I want to be in my home and have family. And the person I was in relationship at the time, they saw themselves alone and they saw themselves like somewhere else, like in a different country, whatever. And so that was really telling to me because that's how I felt our relationship was. I was always trying to chase this person and they were always trying to run away. And that just, you know, for me, that locked it in. So I'm imparting that on you. Maybe that's this is a good question for you to ask or to ask yourself, really, okay? All right, let's get into long-term relationship. Let's say we had kids together. Here's what I'll tell you because I'm, I'm on the other side of this now, right? My kids are adults. 
when you're in a long-term relationship, raising a family distracts you away from yourself and can. It doesn't have to, right? But it, it has. It distracts you away from yourself and it also distracts you away from the cracks in your relationship. What is not solid ground that, that you can count on in your relationship? Unless, right, it doesn't always have to be this way, but this is often how it happens. Um, unless you have like some type of a big deal that happens in the household and it kind of blows everything up and we get to see things a lot more clearly and all of us gain awarenesses around, you know, our roles and, and what have you. But the typical relationship, long-term relationship when you have kids is both you and your partner somewhat become divided. It happens. And usually it's because we're uncomfortable in our romantic relationship with our partner. We don't mean to do this, but we tend to start forming stronger bonds with our children. And that causes deep division within the, what I like to call sacred union between the um, two partners. And it can be very confusing. I will tell you that it did happen because I wasn't always comfortable in my relationship. So I started forming stronger bonds with my children. And it can feel, I thought it was the right thing to do at the time, I'll be honest. So there's no shame and no getting angry at ourselves over what I am disclosing and sharing with you today. We need to love ourselves. We're waking up. This is really important that you, you love yourself and you can see that, oh, wow, you know what? This is me. If this is you, it's okay. You're going to have to make some adjustments, right? You want to wake up. You want to see what your relationship is like with your child, right? And you want to see what your relationship is like with your partner. And you definitely want to find more balance within both. And let's say in the long-term relationship, your uh, kids leave, right? They, they're adults now. They're going off to college and then they get into adulthood once they do that. This really is the golden opportunity for you to grow within yourself and to grow within your relationship with the partner you've been with for a long time. Just because it's been the way that it's been for the last 20, 25 years does not have to mean that this is the way it's going to be or has to be moving forward. If you're with or you're in a relationship with someone who's been quite resistant to change for a long time, well, you might continue to try, but there is a certain level that we reach where it's taking energy from us and we're giving our energy away to something that we're not actually getting a return or an equal give and take of energy back, okay? And everyone's situation is going to be different. But this is where I'm leaving it here today, okay? This is definitely chocked full of a lot, but it's important because now we're really moving into these change energies. So I'm leaving you with this. Happy New Year to you again. I love you all so much. And I look forward to talking to you really soon. And uh, as always, follow me on Instagram. We are, we're doing some expansion here. We're starting to pick up and move in different directions a little bit with the business. So definitely stay connected. Facebook, Instagram, 
and a new website will be coming on the new on the horizon very soon and uh, yeah stay connected so if you're not part of uh, my uh, email list my subscriber list please go to Kimberly k-i-m-b-e-r-l-e-y at KimberlyBell.org. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon.